Hi friend, it's 2020. And let's be real, if you're anything like me, your life probably feels busy, crazy, and sometimes overwhelming. But even in the midst of the day-to-day, and no matter what life stage you're currently in, do you find yourself constantly longing for something deeper, something real? Maybe like me, you wonder about things like restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. And truth, I am on an imperfect journey of pursuing Jesus Christ and what it looks like to find those things in a relationship with Him. It's a journey I committed to years ago when I dedicated my life to following Christ, and it's a journey I invite friends to explore with me, even if, and honestly, especially if, you're not sure what path you're on. So for those who are skeptical, curious, or just need some encouragement in the midst of living, well, this podcast is for you. Come along with me as we journey together towards finding something real. Happy New Year, friend. This is the first episode of the Finding Something Real podcast for 2020, and I'm so excited to say welcome back, and here we go again. If you are new to the Finding Something Real podcast, I'm glad you're here listening. My name is Janelle Wood. I'm a Christ follower, a writer, speaker, creative, a wife, a mom to four, and a host mom to foreign exchange students from all over the world. (laughs) Random facts, I love the idea of coffee shops, but I haven't drank the caffeinated version since my body started freaking out after baby number one. I don't cook except for the occasional surprise, mommy actually knows how to use the oven. (laughs) And I clean often, but then it gets messy and I complain about it. I spend most of my time running people around in a dirty minivan I have a love-hate relationship with and swore I never owned. And I am continuously working on the balance of focusing on day-to-day tasks versus spending ridiculous amounts of time dreaming in my own head. So that's a little bit about me and my imperfect self. And for those of you who listen to this podcast regularly or who were following along with the Instagram Lives on Thursday evenings, you may know that I had plans to publish a final episode for 2019, the week before Christmas. But surprise, I got a nice little head cold. And it lingered, as they sometimes do. And truth is, I still have some of it, and I blame it on the joys of parenthood. (laughs) But you know, I'm a fairly determined person. I like to finish what I start, right? So I pushed through my crackly voice, and I recorded anyway. I spent several hours trying to get something together because I had it in my mind that I had to do this because I had said I would do it. And I want to be someone who follows through, especially when it's something that I want to do. And after hours of preparations and edits and sniffles, I did the thing. I got it all set up and published just a couple days late. And when I went back, guess what? Turns out there was a technical difficulty with the audio file upload and the episode didn't actually ever even publish. Have you ever had that happen to you? You've done the best you can and it just doesn't work out the way you've planned. I spent the last week and a half actually kicking back with my family and you know what? It's been pretty great. I'm officially caught up on all the uno, pinochle, and risk that I need to be caught up with for a while. This Christmas break didn't go quite like I had planned. How did yours go? I keep thinking of a verse in the Bible, Proverbs 16, 9, that says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. I've been thinking a lot about this verse, not just because my Christmas break plans didn't go as expected, but also because 2020 is here. I'll tell you a little story. So 
When I had just graduated college, I moved to a small town outside of Philadelphia, and I was supposed to work as an in-house counselor for pregnant teens, which was kind of a dream. I'd always wanted to move to the East Coast. I'd been a psychology major and had spent some time interning at a nonprofit with pregnant teens in the Seattle area. But I remember agonizing over the decision whether to take this job or not. Was I supposed to take it or was I supposed to stay? What should I do? At the time, I was pretty consumed with should, and I thought there must be a should-do list that God had for me, and I didn't want to miss his plans for my life. And I prayed a lot, and I talked to various people about whether I should go or not, and I just wanted a word, you know. I wanted someone to just tell me that God had told them whether I should go. Have you ever been there where you just want someone to tell you what to do? because you're afraid of making the wrong decision. In fact, I remember there was this older guy. He wasn't much older, but he was older, who loved Jesus. And I had a crush on him. And I told him I wanted his advice, which was also my way of getting some alone time with him. And we went for a walk. And he told me he thought that I should go. And so I did, in part because of what that guy who I admired had said. And so I packed up my belongings, and my mom and I drove for four days across the country so I could take this dream job. Only it didn't plan out exactly like I had planned. It wasn't the dream. Instead of working with young women, I was mostly alone in a huge house for eight weeks while I waited for residents to come. I butted heads with the ministry leader. Social media wasn't a thing then, so I was very isolated and I spent a large amount of my time crying out to God. You see, I thought I was going there to help others and be a guide to them, and when it didn't turn out the way I had planned, I wondered if I had heard God wrong. But instead, God used that summer to pour a refreshing stillness into my soul that I didn't know I desperately needed. My sweet sister brought me home before the summer was over, and there was a huge part of me that felt like I had failed because I didn't stay. But looking back, I know that summer wasn't about my plans. It was about trusting God, especially when those plans didn't pan out like I had expected. And I wouldn't be where I am today with the family God has given me if I had stayed when I knew it was time to leave, nor would I be where I'm at if I hadn't gone. So I guess I tell you that story because I know what I want 2020 to look like. And I'm guessing you have plans for your year too. This is the start of a new year. It's a new decade. It's a year whose very number is destined to remind us of vision and purpose. I feel like it's enough expectancy to make any sane person feel a bit overwhelmed with the pressure of it all. In fact, to do my part, I ordered a giant desktop calendar from Amazon, one of these big ones. I put a theme for the month, all my goals for the podcast, a schedule for sharing, And literally, the paper is bursting with ideas, even color-coded and sharpied, for goodness sakes. It looks pretty legit. The calendar says, I've narrowed things down and I've got a plan. But the most important part of any set of blueprints, maybe it's letting it go and actually giving them over to the builder. So my prayer for my plans is that I hold them loosely and allow him to do what he wants with them. I want 2020 to be about clarity not pretending perfection. Perfection is about control. I used to think that I really wanted control, but now 
between four kids who have their own personalities and goals, exchange students I love who do their own thing, and a dog who keeps me running after her down the street day after day, I kind of know I don't have that much control. Clarity means the quality of purity or transparency. It means being able to differentiate what is real from what is fake. It means looking for the genuine. So in 2020, as in 2019, this podcast is about finding something real in relationship with Jesus Christ. But we're going to be talking about finding clarity in specific areas of life that could use a reminder, at least some areas that I could use reminders in. This first month will be about clarity on living an encouraged life, because I don't know about you, friend, but I can sometimes get down and discouraged this time of year for lots of different reasons. But the truth is, the holidays, they're over. The winter is long, and sometimes there's a discontent that settles in like a depressing cloud over my formerly festive self, because I have these great expectations that don't always pan out the way I want them to. I don't mean for this to happen. It just does sometimes, you know. On New Year's Day, my family and I went for a little hike. And for those of you who don't know, I don't especially love being in the great outdoors. In fact, it's a little ironic because we live in such a beautiful area of the country. But the fact is, there's this huge part of me that infinitely prefers cozy indoor coffee shops and the warmth of a good book and blanket to the wild wilderness. But I know that I want to be the kind of woman who spends more time outdoors because it's good for my body and my spirit. I feel closer to God. I feel better after I've been outside. My kids love it, and so does their daddy, and I love them, and I want to love the body I've been given well, and so we went. And you know, in Scripture, it says that no discipline feels pleasant at the time, Hebrews twelve eleven, and there's a discipline required to do something new. It requires discipline to pursue something you don't really feel comfortable doing, but in faith know that it will produce something good. So you do it anyway and hope it's worth the investment, right? And the return on investment for hiking, for getting outdoors, in terms of going outside and getting vitamin D and listening to my children explore and laugh, sometimes they fight, but mostly they laugh, and holding hands with my husband, like that's a no-brainer. Within an hour, I am grateful that I got off the couch and embraced the beauty of God's creation. I can see the benefit and the results almost immediately. But sometimes, especially when I don't see the results immediately or when things don't go the way I want, I get discouraged. And sometimes I just get plain distracted by other things on the way to results I can't see. So on our way home from our hike, someone I love very much called because they were hurting and needed some encouragement. And when I found out why they were hurting, I was filled with anger and frustration towards someone that I love. And I wanted to go home and eat chocolate to numb out all the feelings, but that would kind of be ruining some of those healthy New Year's resolutions, right? Nothing spells discouragement like giving up when you've just gotten started. And 2020 wasn't even 12 hours old yet at that point. So I went home and initially used the negative energy to do some work in the kitchen. And I avoided the chocolate binge thing and the not so nice text I wanted to send And then I stuffed my emotions. I got a headache from the tension and maybe because I wasn't eating the sugar I had become accustomed to over the holidays. And I didn't feel like working. So I spent a bunch of time scrolling on my phone. I couldn't find a movie I wanted to watch on Amazon and that made me grouchy. And I was super grouchy with my husband. Now I'm happy to report not every day is such an emotional roller coaster, but some days are just hard like that. 
And how do you feel encouraged when life is full of detours and imperfections and missteps that you didn't see coming? Knowing where we want to go helps, but it doesn't always fix it, right? I mean, I could see where I want to be. I could see what matters. And I want to be a woman characterized by grace and love and self-discipline. I don't aspire to bitterness or resentment or self-pity or impulsivity, but I am prone to getting distracted. I know there will be days out of my control. There may be days when God leads me somewhere I wasn't wanting to go. And there may be days when a chocolate binge and angry textings tempts me yet again. I know there will inevitably be days that don't fit into my so-called perfect plans. But I'm hoping with one surrendered day, one disciplined choice, one glimpse of clarity at a time, my prayer is that I not just know what I want, but believe God is capable of leading me through the detours and disappointments. And can we just put the emphasis on this year of embracing imperfections and doing the best we can, amen? I mean, just because we want clarity doesn't mean it's going to look perfect. And anyone who pretends to be perfect will bless their heart, but I don't have time for that kind of negativity in my life. (laughs) This is about finding something real. I want to trust God who is in the business of redemption So when I do screw up, I know there's purpose. Hey, God's word says that all things work together for those who love God and have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. I want redemption. How about you? I want to trust God who promises these momentary trials are nothing compared to the eternity we can't see right now. A God who says pain and suffering and yes, even death is not pointless and it's not endured alone. I want eternity. How about you? I want to trust God who's not interested in my fake faith. I don't want religious duty. I don't want religious perfection. I want to be able to take my selfishness and my pride and my brokenness and yes, even that occasional potty mouth and lay it before the cross in total vulnerability, knowing that God accepts me as I come to him without pretense. I want authenticity. How about you? And I want to trust God who loves me, who says I'm valuable and died for me and encourages me to love others through his eyes. I want forgiveness and grace and joy. I want to give those things. I want love. How about you? (laughs) So I am on a quest for finding something real, for redemption, eternity, authenticity, and love. I'm after a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ. I want clarity this year on certain areas I struggle in. And I invite you to join me on this journey. Are you sick of letting detours and disappointments completely derail you? Or are you tired of pretending perfect because it's just plain exhausting? My plan for 2020 is to talk with people who've been through their own struggles and want to encourage others with things they've learned in their journeys. Not perfect people, but people who love the Lord. I can't wait to hear what they have to say and to share their stories with you. During this series, I'm sharing a free power sheet of resources and practical ideas that have helped my friends and me find clarity in the day-to-day crazy. Basically, how do we pursue loving God and loving people and focusing on what matters when life is messy? So you can access that power sheet with over 50 ideas for living with clarity. It's also pretty, so you can print it out, put it on your bulletin board, fridge, or mirror, or whatever as a reminder. If you are already on my email list, you will receive a link to that in the January email. 
And if you're not signed up already, you can get the Clarity Power Sheet by visiting my website at www.janellewood.com. It's www.j-a-n-e-l-l-w-o-o-d.com. Just look for Clarity 2020 at the top of the page. Each month, I'll also be creating a reflective sheet related to that month's topic. Each sheet includes a list of questions and insights specific to the month. So this month is all about living encouraged, and you can access that again if you've already signed up for my email list. You'll see a link in the January newsletter, or you can also find a link on my website and just click on Reflective Sheets. I'll be continuing to use social media as a way to connect with people and also recap the episodes each week, answer any questions that might come up. And I do want to keep doing the Instagram live videos, but I'm in the process of playing around with the time days that work best. So follow me on Instagram and let me know what works for you. Shout out to my friend Joya, who taught me how to create a poll in Instagram stories. Technology is so weirdly awesomely complicated. And also further shout out to my new friend, Taura, who is amazing behind the scenes, helping me get all this material to you. She's hitting it out of the park. And I can't believe I could tell someone like her in my life right now. So thank you. And thanks to my friend, Katie, who's helped me with technology for the past few months and finally convinced me I needed some professional help. You were right. And finally, as I've shared before, friend, you may not be on the same journey as me. You may not know what you want. And I want you to know this podcast isn't about preaching to the choir. This is a transparent quest for real things. And yes, I am looking for them in Christ. I'm committed to him. But like any relationship, it's a process and I'm happy to share this journey with you. Do you want to live an encouraged life? One not dependent on outcomes or circumstances, but grounded in truth and love? If, like me, you sometimes put up these great expectations for yourself and find yourself falling apart when you feel like you've failed, I hope you find some grace and rest, even with all the new resolutions, even when you choose the chocolate and angry text when you wanted something different. I'm after finding something real and the clarity to be encouraged, and I hope you'll join me in the journey. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast. If you love this series, please hit subscribe. And come back next week when we talk with another guest about their story towards finding something real and having clarity through detours and distractions. Per usual, you can follow along on Instagram at Janelle underscore M underscore Wood or using the hashtag finding something real. And of course, you can also sign up for the free clarity resources that go along with this current series by heading over to my website at JanelleWood.com. Remember, friend, you are loved and have a purpose. Until next time.